Welcome back to the Corona Cup Battle of the Bands. Today is April 10th. It is day 17 of lockdown here in Kansas City, and we are back after a one-day hiatus yesterday due to technical difficulties. We had no luck yesterday uh, getting down to business with yesterday's episode, so we are bringing you those albums today. Uh, those albums are Boston's self-titled debut, Boston, from 1976, taking on Cosmos Factory from CCR, that is Credence Clearwater Revival, if you're not down with the lay terms. Opening thoughts from you all. Um, these are both bands that I like a lot. They're both bands that I think are very widely known, but in different ways. Um, everyone knows CCR, and everybody knows that they know CCR, I think, just because, I mean... John Fogarty, the lead singer, has such a distinctive voice, and their songs are in everything. Um, Boston, on the other hand, everyone hears their stuff because it's on the radio constantly, but I don't think as many people know who they are. Like, there was only one song. I knew three songs on this album. I knew three on this album, and I only knew previously that one of them was Boston. The other two, I was like, oh, I didn't expect this to be on here. But So that's the right. only real similarity I think there is between them, is they're both ubiquitous, but in strangely different ways. Fair enough. Yeah, and, and more than a feeling is just the most overplayed radio song of all time. I get so tired of that song. <laughs> I'll uh I I would disagree with that, Charles. I think the most uh overplayed radio song of all time is Don't Stop Believing. But I think more than a feeling yeah. is definitely in that conversation. Um So Leanne dropped again. Um, so I'm not going to try to reconnect them. We're just going to okay. go ahead as we were. Um, so uh, with that being said, uh, we'll get into the albums here uh, directly. Um, the album Boston, of course, is covered with uh, classic rock radio staples. I think there's really only one song on here that's not a constant uh, radio rotation hit. Um, so uh, we'll start with Emma. Uh, break down the album for us. So the first three were the three that I... Okay, that's my own feedback. Never mind. Um, th those were the three that I had known before. And like I said, I obviously I knew more than a feeling was Boston. I think everyone knows that one. Um, but Peace of Mind and Foreplay, I hadn't completely realized was by them. And I, I like both of those. They are all pretty damn overplayed. But I honestly, I have a soft spot for more than a feeling. I think it's just a fun song to rock out to. So, yeah, it's it's overplayed, but whatever. Um, rock and roll band, I didn't have too strong of feelings about one way or the other. Um, Smokin' was a weird little detour. Not, not even a detour. It was, but it kind of took me deeper into Boston than I was expecting. Because honestly, I think it showcased a lot of talent that I didn't realize they had because the first three are, yeah, they have guitar and drums, but there are a lot of synthesizer and maybe it's just because I've heard them so much, but they're very like, they're just very much a radio band to me. Like it's almost hard for me to think of Boston having hits because they're just so they're, they're like the Steve Miller band in that way. They're just on the radio constantly to the point where I barely hear them anymore. Mm. Um, when they come on, they're just white noise. Um, but when Smokin' came on, like, there there was a lot more instrumentation. Um, it sounded different from their, like, big, big radio hits. And I was really pleasantly surprised. I was like, oh, this is a legitimate band playing a legitimate song. This is good. 
it also kind of had a ZZ Top intro, which I appreciated. Um, I liked Hitch a Ride. That one was kind of similar to Smokin', where it had some talent. What the fuck? It had some talent I wasn't expecting and was very pretty. It was it was prettier than Smokin', I thought. Um, Something About You just kind of lyrically pissed me off. <laughs> um, Just... I don't, I can't remember the exact words now, but it's something about like, oh, I can't help the way I react. I can't help that I was mean to you before, but I'm sorry. It's like, oh, okay, that excuses it. Great, totally. Just my own little feminist sensibilities getting mad. Um, and it kind of got back to the normal sound that I expected from them. Um, as far as the radio hits, the more radio hit sounding songs. Um, but not as good as the other three that I put in that category, in my opinion. And then Let Me Take You Home Tonight was kind of country, which surprised me. I liked it fine, but it was just like, oh, okay. I didn't expect for this to end with a kind of country-flavored hit. Not not even a hit, I don't think. But it was it was interesting. It took me, it gave me more of a view into Boston, which obviously if you listen to a band's whole album, you get that. Um... But yeah, so it was it was interesting to look a little bit deeper at Boston. I think that's fair. Um, Charles, opening thoughts on this album or feelings in general? I would say that I feel that yes, yeah, "Smokin'" was far and away the best song on the album, in my opinion. It's the one that I enjoyed the most. Um, I don't know. A lot of this really did kind of feel like white noise, just because it's like. I don't know. It's all very predictable radio schlock kind of, you know, mm. it's the type of you, you turn on classic rock radio and it's pretty much just this album playing back to back with then pour some sugar on me in the middle. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. And I don't know. It's just. I didn't really take away anything from the album other than that and smoking. I really did like smoking. Smoking was a really good song. Um, I don't know. Um, let me take you home tonight was a weird way to end the album. I thought I do agree with that. It was just, I don't know. It didn't mm -hmm. really feel, I, I, I wouldn't say I necessarily like loved it, but it was just different. And that was helpful for the, the rest of the album. That was so, I don't know. I guess it's kind of monotonous to listen to. Back to back yeah, to back. Yeah. I think um, it it does. I mean, all of these songs being radio staples makes this album. I mean, it feels like you're listening to a greatest hits album. It's it's not the songs. You know fault. every song that comes on. It's not the songs. No, fault. Yeah. It's, it's just the, the fact that yeah. Yeah, that the classic rock radio has made this such a cornerstone mm -hmm. that, yeah, I mean, like... What other ones have yeah. you heard on the radio besides the first three? Because I don't think I've heard in, any the of the rest of The entire album except Hitch a Ride. I've heard... Literally the I, whole album except Hitch a Ride is constantly on the radio. Apparently I'm listening to the wrong stations then because the first three were the only three that I really remember hearing on so, the radio very much. I, I would for I hear them constantly. I would have to drive back and <laughs> forth to Northwest all the time for college and that's about an hour and a half long drive and every time I would listen to classic rock radio, I have heard this whole album probably like 80 times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the only song on here that's not just in constant rotation on the radio is Hitch a Ride. Mhm. Mm um, 
everything else is just my god. Um, you know, okay, so more than a feeling, yeah, I'm tired of it, but there's nothing wrong with it. It's a good song. I'm just tired of it. It's not more um, than a feeling, no. It's it, it's exactly a feeling. It's less less than a <laughs> feeling. Right. Um, um, Peace of Mind is really cool too. Um, I, I like that song. It's got a good energy to it. Um, and then foreplay, long time, whatever, whatever the song is, I guess the way I always interpreted it was the three or four minutes of instrumental at the beginning are called foreplay. And then the lyrical aspect of it is long time. Um, (laughs) but in any case, I enjoy the instrumental a lot. Um, the way it builds up to the song. Um, at that point, the song is just kind of fine. Um, rock and roll band is fine. Um, smoking also is probably that or long time is probably my favorite on the album. Hitch a ride is like we kind of said, prettier than the rest of these and a pleasant surprise considering that the rest of this album is extremely formulaic and extremely exhausted. Um, something about you is fine. And then, uh, let me take you home tonight has a lot of fun energy to it. Makes me, it, to me, it feels almost vaguely musical theater. Um, just in the, in the high energy and how it picks up toward the end of the song. Um, I think it's an interesting way to do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, all together, it feels like listening to a greatest hits album just because of how familiar you are with every song you hear. It doesn't feel like it's a traditional album so much, even though, of course, it was. It was their debut, but it's, yeah. Anyway, um, that's kind of my take on the Boston album. Um, I guess we'll have a look at Cosmos Factory here um, from CCR. Uh, Emma, go ahead. Well, the first thing I noticed was um, I was picturing this as just Cosmos Factory, like the Cosmos. It's a factory where one makes Cosmos. No, there's a possessive apostrophe there. And so the mm. only real question to beg here is who the hell is Cosmo? He's your boy. Um, my boy, Cosmo. Um, uh, Cosmo is Doug Clifford, who I think is their drummer. Oh, um, okay. His nickname is Cosmo, yeah. That's um adorable. <laughs> anyway... Um, I think like most people probably do, I knew probably 85, 90% of this album. Jesus Jingly, Christ. jangly. Um, everyone still here? I'm still here. Uh, yeah. we are. Okay, good. Um, I told, so... I told Leanne not to close the app specifically for that reason. It appears they did anyway. So go on. Okay. Okay, so Ramble Tamble, I think I knew. I'm I'm having trouble recalling it now. Um, I know I liked it for the first few minutes, and then it kind of got into that long break, and then I realized, oh, this song is seven minutes long. And if you can find me a single band that, other than Boston, I guess, that does not start out their album with like an eight minute fucking soliloquy of a song, at least with what we've been listening to lately. I'm just tired yeah. of that. Um, like, it was a fine song. Yeah, it was- wait, wait a minute. I, I can only come up with one example that we, or two, I guess, that we've done this week that are that way. Um, most well, of them haven't been it. that way. This is our fourth show of the week, I guess. So two, half of them, 50%. That's not bad. 
Um, no, I mean, I'm not. I'm talking about. We do two albums a day, though. But we've Carry had on. like. Anyway, I just feel like a lot. We've had a lot with that, which is fine. It's just not quite my thing. Ramble Tamble though was a fun song until it got like just started running over. Um, Before you accuse me was the other one that I wasn't super familiar with, and it was fine. It sounded formulaically like just a bunch of other you know, blues songs of that time, which is not a bad thing. And then Traveling Band, Ooby Dooby, as much as I hate, hate saying the name of that song, it infuriates me how dumb it is, but it's a fun song, I begrudgingly admit. Um, so those two, Looking Out My Back Door, Run Through the Jungle, Up Around the Bend, Who Will Stop the Rain, Grapevine, Long As I Can See the Light, like all of those I know and could probably sing decently well along to all of them. Um, my baby left me. I guess was the other the the, the the last one that I didn't know by heart, and it was also fine. Um, but CCR, in my opinion, is just such a fun band to listen to. Like I'm never not in the mood for them, even if I don't always like think about seeking them out. If I ever hear it on the radio, I'm automatically in a better mood. It just makes me happy to hear their yeah. songs, and it really is impressive just how many hits they have. Um, the only disappointment on the album is that um, Have You Ever Seen the Rain, which is my favorite by them, wasn't on here, but it was more than made up for by, you know, 90% of the album. So, yeah, nothing really bad to say about it. It was a really fun time to listen to. Fair enough. Uh, Charles, um, go for it. I definitely liked the album. It was, um, correct me if I'm wrong, it was a lot longer than the Boston album, right? Um, probably, yeah. It it would appear that way. Just looking. I liked Ooby Dooby just because of how weird it was. It felt like a song from like the wrong time. It felt like some weird like '50s song you'd hear. It's a it's Roy a Orbison cover. It's it is from the '50s. It's oh yeah, a, totally. It's a Roy I can totally cover see that. The Ooby Dooby early '50s. Um, I was waiting for the Scooby. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, Scooby Ooby Dooby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I liked, I'm, so, I'm not a big fan of I Heard It Through the Grapevine, honestly. It was, I don't know, it's it's a little mm-hmm. too long for me, and it takes a little too long to, like, yeah, it's it takes a little bit long to long, get going, yeah. I feel. And it was like, I don't know, I was, I was listening to this while mm-hmm. reading a book, and I was like, oh my, maybe it was part of the chapter I was reading, but I was like, oh my gosh, come on. Um, overall, I felt like the album was pretty consistent. Um, I didn't, you know, it's got, it's got a nice energy to it. Like Creedence Clearwater, Clearwater Revival always does. Um, I didn't feel like, like, um, I was trying to think back. They they don't really have any of like their super biggest hits in this album though. Other than maybe like the grapevine. Like I'm trying to yeah, I mean it's it. I think this mm-hmm. album is kind of the balance for them. The rest of it, yeah, the best of the rest in a sense. They had three albums in 1969, and then they had this album in '70. So in a little over a year came like every Credence hit, mm-hmm. except for two or three. So yeah, but I like the sure. album. I thought it was good. Uh yeah, I think. Uh, 
I think it's very solid. Um, Ramble Tamble's all right. Again, long, but not bad. Um, Before You Accuse Me, I like the song. Um, It's not... um, it's not my favorite version of Before You Accuse Me. Um, that would be probably Clapton's version of it. Um, but yeah, it's a song you hear. I mean, it's a blues standard that's been Man, did you come back? covered to death. So, um, Traveling Band. Uh, God damn it. Whatever. I'm going to keep talking. Um Travel band is good. Um, definitely like the the song here on uh, on side one. I'd say um, Ooby Dooby again, old fifties Orbison cover. Um, looking out my back door is good, and then Run Through the Jungle I think is the standout of uh, of side one. Probably uh, it's it's nasty. It's got a, a bit of an edge to it that you don't see from a lot of their music. So I, I dig that song a lot. Then you flip the record, you got up around the bend, which is fine. My baby left me is good. Um, again, not super familiar with it, but I liked it. Um, Who'll stop the rain is another just classic. Um, very pretty. Um, heard it through the grapevine is good. Has good energy to it. Is probably a little bit too long. Um, I have more of a soft spot for long songs than a lot of people do, and I still think it's too long. Um, long as I can see the light, I really enjoy. Um, that's a good second or third tier Credence hit that gets overlooked. Um, so yeah, I just thought it was a very solid album all the way through. Um, it's it's exactly what you think it is, you know. It's just straightforward uh, Credence Swamp Rock. Swamp Rock. Um, Certainly. So, um, so that's what we got. Um, and, uh, I suppose we will go ahead to our votes. Um, for what it's worth, we have a write-in vote from Leanne Cash, who will presumably remain a write-in only panelist on this show for the foreseeable future, um, due to technical problems. Uh, so Leanne votes for CCR. Um, Emma, go ahead. Also CCR, because as much as I like those few Boston hits, they can't compete with like an entire album full of great CCR. <laughs> I'm going with CCR too, just because, I don't know, I'm so tired of that Boston album, even though like conceptually they're, it's filled with good songs. Uh, I think you took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, I'm also voting for Cosmos Factory because... While there's nothing wrong with Boston, I think it's been done a disservice by how much uh, the radio leans on it as a crutch. Um, I think there's several bands for whom that is the case. I think Boston probably more than any other. Um, so, yeah, I think it's much to their detriment that they've been overplayed to the extent they have. Because now songs I used to like, I can't even stand. Um, Cosmos Factory, on the other hand, has weathered the test of time. So. Um, CCR wins out here in a 4-0 landslide vote. Uh, that's Cosmos Factory over Boston's debut album. And, uh, they will be taking on, uh, the winner of tomorrow's contest. Uh, tomorrow we will return to the show with another Led Zeppelin album. This is Led Zeppelin 2 from 1969, their second album, incidentally. Uh, taking on one of the oldest albums on the bracket and one of the only country albums we'll cover. That is Johnny Cash, I Walk the Line from 1964. That's coming up tomorrow. 
I want to thank my panelists again today. And uh, until tomorrow, rock on, my friends.